one of y'all was really loud. That was that was probably me. Oh no, that was Caleb. That had to be Caleb because that was a great slap. Y'all crushed that. Magnificent. No, here's the thing. I've realized something about our countdowns. We always do one, two, three, but we never clap on three. We always do a wind up. So it's like yeah, one, three two, three. means wind up. No, three. It's, it's a it's a one, two, three clap. It's not a one, two clap. That just no, it's yeah. like yeah. one, two, three, three boom. It's not one, two, three. It's one, two, three clap. Exactly. Well, no, here's like the that. thing. I work on a different time schedule because I do. We've like, never had a problem. Music. I don't know why you're bringing this up now. Well, because yeah. this needs to be an intro to the episode, and I'm making an intro to the episode. <laughs> but we have, we, it's, not a, it's not a problem. You've just what, invented a problem that we've never I'm had. Not, I'm not inventing a problem. It's an observation at best. Dylan, would you rather me do what SpongeBob does in the band episode and go, oh, what? One, a, a two, two. A skilly dilly do. Yes, please, because that's just a fucking epic line in it of itself. <laughs> Where's your band? It's like, oh, you mean that band? Oh, that is my that's band. That's his eager face. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, what is it? It's, um, no, it's like, I'm all alone. You mean, without my co-host, you mean those co-hosts? It's just us in the background or something like that. Yeah, I sure Ah, That would be my (laughs) co-hosts. Yep. I'm David Hasselhoff. Yeah, hooray! And this is the Binge Picture Podcast. We rode the Hasselhoff. (laughs) Wait, was that the intro to the episode? Is this where I need to make the music entrance? Yes, put the music (laughs) in. Put the music music right here. here. Right now. Music here. Music goes here. Music goes here. And And here's the actual episode. Welcome to this week's episode of the Bench Picture Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Pad- podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, I am one of your hosts. I'm one of your hosts, Rossman Benick, and I would like to present our what new corporate sponsor. What the fuck is sponsor, going on? Dunkin' Donuts. Not sponsored. We are not sponsored. The legal department <laughs> is, is asking me not to sponsor this. this. What is this a Dunkin' Donuts voice? And oh, why? don't the- you know that all Dunkin' Donuts come from Alaska? <laughs> Well, if you know, thinking talking like this, you'd think I'd be doing Tim Hortons, but no, it's donkeys. Donkeys. <laughs> I am uh, drinking donkeys. What the fuck? I'm drinking I whiskey. Our unofficial sponsor, whiskey. Whiskey's is, more official than Dunkin'. Yeah, you're damn real. right on that. This is a mango pineapple lemonade refresher that my wife got me today when she was out and about because she's wonderful and she loves me. Hell yeah, Allegedly. wife. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's delicious. I mean, Hell yeah, as far wife. as we know, she is there. Under her own power, <laughs> or is wait is Ross not there under his own power? It's, it's, as far as we know, it's it's a mutual, it is, a mutual it, commitment. I was I there. Think. I witnessed the mutual reception of rings. Cannot confirm what happened afterward. <laughs> <laughs> Anything after that moment where I witnessed the exchange of rings? Well, who in the Florida, fuck knows? Don't know All shit. bets are off, Dylan. This is a movie podcast. It is. Oh, so let's talk right, about some. Let's talk about one of the greatest fucking movies of the year. Well, you two need to introduce yourselves. Oh right, I'm I am interrupting Caleb to I make am the this Sisyphus, Caleb. Keep going. And I'm also joined by our third co-host, without which we would be absolutely nothing. Oh, Roger. Roger's here. No, yes. Roger's still on the run. All oh, right, we framed Roger's him for murder. I don't know. 
We but didn't no. frame him. He did a genocide. You're not wrong. <laughs> but no, I am the one who drinks the whiskey. The one who recommends fantastic movies to my boys that we got to talk about on these podcasts. And I am not angry today, but happily joyful. Happily What's joyful. Happy joy boy. Happy joy boy. I am the joy boy. That's just, that's all we're going to call it. You, you don't have a name. You're no. just the joy boy. No. No. JB. Listen. All right. Got it. Yeah, JB. 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 Yep. Um, so, JB, what did we watch this week? We watched the fantastic movie of RRR. This it's movie, pronounced You gotta roll those R's like España. España. It was good to finally find out what RRR stands for. Right? Because even yeah. then, I was like, I think in the last episode, I was like, it's revolt, roar, rise, or like, no, wait, that's the... It's rise, roar, revolt, revolt, right? Yeah, that's the correct one. I just said a lot of stupid shit. I was like, anything that Man, starts with R, rabbits. Ravaging. Rwanda. Rocks. 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 But no. So, RRR is a fantastic um, Tollywood movie. Um, I'd recommend watching it to anyone. I'm giving my review a bit early now. But just go watch yeah. it. Stop listening so, to this and then go watch it because I'm immediately going to jump into spoilers. I don't Can I play it. ignorant Hollywood stan and ask you to explain Tollywood? Yes. So... So you, you know Bollywood? Well, sure. What what's what is the town associated with Tollywood? Um, I'm or not so city. Because Bollywood is, was it's like it's not necessarily a town. It's is a, it way, a region. No, it's a region, but it's also a language. The language they use. It's so Telu- the, the Telugu language. Yeah, t- the Telugu language okay. is what they use for this movie, which you don't see on Netflix because of the distribution rights. That, right, um, it was in Hindi. Yeah, we got Netflix the Hindi copy. dub. Like, Bollywood is Hindi, and um, T- Tollywood is Telugu, um, which is widely spoken in Andhra Pradesh. Um, is that like, is that like the western, like it's northwestern? South, th- that's southeastern India. Yeah. Okay. and But Bollywood is like Mumbai, which is northeastern North, India, correct, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm not. It's I'm not super well up to date on Indian geography, so I'm not going to say mm. anything that will make me look stupid. This Listen, a, this is a, a hybrid. Where we look it's a hybrid it. movie Indian geography podcast. Now, I like to incorporate a geography element. I like maps. <laughs> You're going to make everyone oh, pull yeah, out yeah. a map. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, Mumbai is the west coast. Yeah. Tollywood is the, the east coast. Oh, Mumbai is the west. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. There we go. I was. I pulled up a map. I had to make I sure also before pulled I said it up something. on a map. Well, I need to pull it up on a map. There we go. Everybody, we all got three maps up. But pause the episode the point, now. I'm going to say this now. We are going into spoilers because oh, I'm going to yeah. talk everything yeah. about this movie. Yeah. Because yeah. this I... movie is definitely like, so it uses tropes. Everything in the world uses tropes. Yeah, it's, but it's very, it's very, it's got all the tropes that you expect in uh, an action epic genre flick. Yes, but it does it like well because in every like action action opera epic whatever the fuck you're gonna call it especially in hollywood it's overplayed and it's lazily done why have a, why hasn't anyone made an action opera that would be amazing which is like the fat lady speeding down the highway <laughs> okay um i'm gonna get roger on the phone he's gonna start like uh, Phantom of the opera, a screenplay yeah, with um, I mean, streets of fire is kind of an action Ooh. movie musical but yeah. That's not, yeah, you know. But strictly like classical opera. Oh, you want like classical opera? Oh, that's, yeah, that's like good. Like opera that's singing. Good yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. If that one, I'll get on that's that. what I was, that's My what I meant. Clickies. Heard. Um, but no, so 
Ross. Actually, I'm going to yeah. go with The Virgin first because you've watched it how many times now? Uh, this was my second viewing. I had watched it once already. This Caleb, year. you've watched it how many times now? <sighs> exactly once. I've watched it four. Okay. Today was oh my God. fourth. Damn. I love this movie uh, so, so much. I mean, I, oh my I God. Don't blame you, dude. It fucking rocks, man. It does. It was so fun. And so, it was so refreshing. It, it was really like, is. Yes. Yeah. So, something. Um, just to give a little bit of a synopsis, this is based off of two revolutionary characters from uh, British India time. They were yeah, from the. It was it was two real life Indian revolutionaries who never met. Never met. It's a fictional story. Yeah, it's fictional a story, fictional real story, characters. But they're using that kind of momentum and that kind of like just mm-hmm. like historical kind of nuance to kind of spice to and a bit of nationality and pride spicer to the a, movie a bit? It, it was more than a bit Dylan <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot um but it's directed by SS Rajamuli um who is a big director in um Tollywood I believe yeah yeah horrible. yeah in Tollywood yeah yeah um and yeah it stars um, it stars NT Rama Rao Junior, I apologize as, if I'm going to say these names horribly wrong. Yeah, N.T. Ramarao as Komaram Bhim, yeah. and then Ram Charan as Sitaramaraju. Dude. Ross, you're doing really well with that. Good Thank you. Um, Thank you very much. So, um, it do, it, so, I've watched it four times. I've enjoyed everything prior to it. I really wish I could have caught this in a theater because I feel like this is like one of those oh like end game level so experiences for um, enjoying a movie. Listen, Dylan, if I was in, if I had seen the spotlights turn onto Raju in the traditional garb with the bow and arrow Dude. in oh. the forest of the Ed, if I had seen that in a theater, <laughs> oh, I would shit my pants. Oh. <laughs> that was so, I fucking love that f- whole sequence at the end where they are just going ape shit with a bow and arrow and a spear against the entire British army. Right? Yeah. No, oh, even the so scene good. prior where okay, so something I want to point out. The movie, the one, the movie's credits roll at 45 minutes. That's sexy and ballsy as shit. I love it. Yeah, um, I know like the opening credits, yeah. Yeah. Um well, the title review, like the art. yeah, 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 the full one. I love how everything else, like you can tell, there was definitely an intermission spot in the middle of this movie when um, Bahim gets caught. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a very clear cut point for yeah, an intermission. For like, and uh, from everything I've seen from people who saw it in theaters, there was an intermission at that point. Okay. Um, um, yeah, because that was actually um, my wife and I started it on Saturday night and finished it on Monday night, and that's exactly where we stopped at. That's the perfect part because the they, exactly. they leave it off it's, with like the same way they opened it at the forty minute mark with both of them grabbing, introducing, grabbing them by the forearms, yeah. introducing themselves. Which the amount of times that is used—that's horribly a trope of like brotherhood right there. But the amount of mm. times they do that shot and it signifies of where they've the, come from yeah. as the characters. The third mm-hmm. one where they get um, Raja, not Raja, just um, Raj from the like the the prison, like the solitary confinement and he just lifts him up and puts him on his shoulders. I'm like, we've been building to this. Chekhov's gun is the definition of this movie. We've seen everything about this movie. (laughs) Chekhov's tiger. Chekhov's like motorcycle and horse. 
I didn't oh my expect God. them to. Dude, the motorcycle, <laughs> I was Bean's dying. picking up the motorcycle and just whacking people with right? it. And motorcycle speeding at him. He just, like, yes. scoops it. He does. Oh he does, gosh. like, oh, God, there's, he does, like, the thing from uh, Civil War where, like, Winter Soldier just yanks the guy off but takes the bike with him and just plants it. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, better. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. This movie definitely knows what it is. It knows how to be self-aware and just run with it. Because a lot of movies who are self-aware try to make fun of themselves. But this one just says, Thor, nah. love, and thunder. <laughs> <laughs> and this one just says, fuck it, we're doing our own thing. And I love it. I think what this movie does really, really well is it makes you instantly care about the characters. Because their introductions are so unique. Because um, for Raju's introduction... Um, he is a, an, he's not an officer, but he's like a soldier in the British army. Yeah. And they, the British army has arrested another revolutionary and. In a different um, part of the country, mind you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, the, the people are swarming the compound to get him released and, um, Raju runs out into the crowd and beats the shit out of an entire mob to arrest one guy. Because he, because of his mission that you later find out. Yes, his mm-hmm. mission that you find out later in the movie. Um, this movie plays really well with like stereotypes of the characters too, because you think, oh, that man is just the man who fell in line, right? Raju is the man who fell in line with the British Empire. Yeah, exactly. And then and you get that twist halfway through the middle where it's like, the only reason he's so dedicated to being in the British army is because it's the only way to get guns for his people. And right, so that's right, such yeah. a good way to twist all that he was, around. He was playing the long con. Yeah. Whereas Beam is literally just looking for a girl that was kidnapped from his village. Mm-hmm. And like that's and both of them are like noble aspects. Yeah. Because you oh, both you both see them like in the beginning like it's the first dance number after the train explosion. You see them like what I like the first about first dance number after the train explosion <laughs> is just a sentence that came out of your mouth. It is. Dylan. It is. Yes. Oh it is. my god. Um, there's not many movies you can say that. About. No, there's not. There's not. <laughs> and I like how Bollywood and Tollywood they kind of use those numbers to establish the characters without having like you know in a modern Hollywood cinema it's an exposition dump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. use like the musical theater teachings or like the dramatic teachings of telling a story through um, a enjoyable number song of character bonding, song and dance. Yeah, yeah, because um, what that are you referring to the dance number where they make all the white people pass out? No, that's a different one, and that's one, <laughs> that's one, one. I want to talk about that later. I'm talking that's about the okay. first one when like they save the kid, they climb the tower, people, they break oh, the vase. You mean, do you mean just the montage? Yeah. Oh, the, the the buddy montage. I love the buddy oh, montage. Yeah. The buddy, buddy montage, montage is great. That was a good touch. So, wait, before I forget. So, the scene where they're trying to break down the prison and all that, I watched a lot of the behind the scenes preparing for this, right? Yeah. I want you to guess how many extras they had on set for that 500. Scene. Caleb, how many extras do you think? Uh, 350. 2,000. Holy the They shit. had 2,000 extras for that scene alone. And like you can what tell where like you can tell where the digital people enter, right? But like for a majority who surround the building, those are legitimate people. They had 2000 extras show up. That's amazing. Dude, one of the things I loved about that scene um and a lot of this movie is like even when it's not a dance number, you could tell how much 
emphasis they place on the choreography yeah. yeah of just everything just the blocking the movement it's very um like orchestral very kinetic uh-huh. um it's uh, one shot that i loved was when they're breaking down the fence and that oh scene yeah it's like the, the mob oh, yeah. it's so synchronized mm-hmm. and like yes. rhythmic and i love I, that was permeating throughout this movie and yeah. I, I really resonated with me i mean i i struggled to articulate why this was such a brush a breath of fresh air and how, or like why it's so different from Hollywood, but it totally is in almost every aspect. Well, um, it just feels like a different beast beyond the like Bollywood dance numbers or Tollywood dance numbers and it being in a different language and all, all of that. I feel just like technically it feels different. It felt it, different the whole time. It feels technically different. And I feel like it's made in a different spirit than a lot of, um, Hollywood blockbusters are like yeah comparing it to the like the monster studios like your Marvel studios your DC your Paramount those even even Paramount Mm -hmm. to a certain extent um but those studios are pumping shit out um and a lot of it is all cut and paste like formula yeah like yeah I'll say this for the most part I have enjoyed you know I enjoy the Marvel movies I think they're fine but when you look at them piece by piece, they all hit the same beats, the same notes, and they do it all in the same way. Mm-hmm. Yep. This one, it kind of touches on a lot of those same notes, but it th- it twists them a little bit and it subverts your expectations. And the chore- like you said, the choreography is so different. The choreography yeah. just, it's, it, it, it almost felt like John Woo choreography where it's It really so did, yeah, 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 with the slow-mo where on certain the parts. Slow, the slow-mo. Yeah, the frame rate the plays o- and the over-exaggerated Did you notice a movements. lot of times there would be slow-mo like in the primary depth of field and then like behind it there would be flames yes. right? or yeah. like regular regular speed. Especially in the, um, in the fight scene really interesting. between, um, um, fuck, between Raju and Bahim. Because like when they're when the key falls down, that's when like their names of fire and like their ideologies of fire and water really take place. Yeah, because that, like, that, yeah. that, that was one thing I wanted to touch on with my rewatch that I noticed on a rewatch, but I didn't catch the first time. But I'll I'll get to that in a second. Got you. Um, no, it's just like because they know, like so to kind of go off a little bit. The reason why I think it works is because you have like the technicality behind it. Like, of course you can tell when they're a CGI shit. But you can also oh, yeah. see there was practical love in there, too. Like, they mm-hmm. just didn't rely on it. But also, from the camera standpoint, especially in the mob scene, you always know where the guy who's once to, who they said they yeah. were arrested is at all times. Because he's exactly. wearing, yeah. he's wearing a different color, one person. and he looks yeah, exactly, different. Yeah. But it's then, not just, it wasn't just camera tracking, it was character design with the way he's dressed. And also, mm-hmm. when Raju's going after him. You can <gasps> like that scene. You can always yeah. tell what that character is driving for, even even when he gets mm-hmm. hit upside the head, and it's like it's replaying his head. You get like this idea, like he's driven for a purpose. You get this character is a driven and methodical motherfucker. He will go to the ends of the earth yeah. to get the job done. You can tell that from that scene alone. Yeah, and that's what I feel like a lot of people, or at least a lot of Hollywood, that have realized is that if we did that in a Hollywood movie, it'd be exposition as fuck. It wouldn't be, like, told naturally through action. And that's why I feel like this movie does well, is that why, like, Bahim, he's getting animals. Why is he getting animals? You don't learn that until the end of the second act. Right. Yeah. And you always learn 
visually. You learn by just by seeing things. Right. They're not. And, but they're, it's not I told think, to you. There are a few instances where of it's course. like the characters are narrating like flashback course, shit. Yeah. Well, but that's flashback shit. It's not. Exactly. Yeah. There's um, going to be a little bit of both. But like, yeah, I just love the emphasis on the. Or I guess the de-emphasis of like the audio narration. Yeah, yeah. It's a three. It's a three-hour action epic. Of course, there's going to be some exposition dumps. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I'm not expecting it to be like you know the exposition dump is nowhere. Blah 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 blah. But because you need that in order to keep the audience's attention, because we may recognize it, but the average viewer will not. Hmm. Um. Going back, you said something about the fire and water. Um. So. Like, I watched it for the first time, I don't know, a month and a half ago. Probably when I yelled at you to watch it. <laughs> it was around then. But, um, I so I watched it, and I noticed at the beginning, there's, they introduce... Um, Raju. Ra- Raju as the fire, and they introduce Beam as the water. One thing I, d- I caught on a rewatch is there's that fight, the fight in the middle with all the animals, when, you know, Raju has realized that Beam is the guy he's been searching for and Beam realized that Raju's a cop. Yeah. And they, they fight and Raju's got a torch and Beam's got a hose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, all of Beam's fighting is very water centric with the <laughs> fluid movements with his spear and he's jumping in and out of the river. Yep. And meanwhile, uh, Raju is fighting is very distressed. Wreathed in flame and lighting the forest on fire with a bow and arrow. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it was just it's totally really, a refrain. Like, they, they, yeah, there's some symbology. Exactly. I, something, something I didn't catch on the first watch, which makes me more excited to watch it again and again and again to see what other shit I and can catch else, throughout yeah. the movie. Um, that's another thing. I think this is like an endlessly rewatchable movie. 100%. It's so fucking 100%. Fun. It is. It's so fun. Okay. One thing I want to talk about real quick that I just remembered. The wife is a sadomasticate bitch. What did we think about what? the British? The wife. The British oh, the wife. Wi- the British wife. Yeah. The British she wife. pulled like, out. Hold on. Don't pulled- you dare slander Sita. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. What? No, she's innocent. She helped them. No. Sita, Sita's a saint. Sita is a saint. Sita is a saint. Um, uh, no, yeah, the because British. she's just like, I want to see him kneel. Here's a whip with all the spikes on him. Like, where were you keeping that woman? Right? <laughs> she carries it in her little her handbag. Fucking Fun fact, British. she was a Bond girl. Oh my oh, really? god, she was? Which one? She was a Bond girl. She looked in, familiar. Um, but one of the ten I mean, of the, no. One of the last Roger Moore movie, oh, Beauty right. Kill. Hmm. Also, yeah, she it looked like a face I'd seen somewhere, but it was such like a generic mm, face also. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure. I, I will say the weakest point of the movie was the um acting from Allison Duty as the as Catherine Buxton and from Ray Stevenson as the governor. I bl- yeah. call bullshit on Ray Stevenson. He is. I like Ray Stevenson was pretty solid, but I, I think like comparatively compared. To, I, I liked him, but so, compared to the rest of the movie, I think he was not as good as the rest of the actors. Well, yeah, because his point is just space stereotypical white evil guy. He did stereotypical white evil guy well. We're not supposed to give a shit about him. We, he Fun gets fact, his comeuppance. Yeah, we've mentioned the MCR. He was. He's been in three Marvel movies. He has. Yes. Yes, he was in the Thor trilogy. Yeah, he was the big beardy man. Yeah, uh, Volstagg. Yeah. And uh, he played Blackbeard in um, Black Sails. I know. Once I saw oh, him, listen, I like this guy as an actor, so I recognize him when he comes out. But all the time, I forgot what his name was. I'm like, Blackbeard, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it's yeah, fucking was, Blackbeard. I know the whole, like, the both times I've watched it, I, was, I saw him and I was like, I've seen this motherfucker somewhere. I don't know where, but I've seen this motherfucker somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> he had a bigger beard. <laughs> he had a bigger beard in other movies I've seen him in. <laughs> <laughs> um... 
I loved how stupid and villainous they made all the Brits. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's the fair. point. It's I mean, a revolution. I mean, it's very it's, easy it's, to do. It's, an, it's, an, it's a movie but, about the Indian Revolution from an Indian perspective. I mean, but to be fair, the British Empire fucking sucked. Oh, yeah. It was fucking terrible. <laughs> that's an understatement. I mean, just, um, just a little bit of an understatement, right. yeah. And also, to kind of go back, can we appreciate the CGI effects that it takes, the VFX it takes to fucking get an animal going? Because for, all, you mean all, all of them. 20 of them at once? All, like, <laughs> right? And they look well done. Like, yeah. Like, because VFXing an animal is difficult as shit. Yeah. yeah Especially the ones that there was like close up interactions with, like the tigers. The tigers were sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that scene where he just screams at the tiger back at him as he's latching the, yeah, hook, the trap together. I just went, that's metal as fuck. Yeah. It was. Beam, beam is fucking beam metal, dude. Beam? Was sweet. Oh. And then it can dance like a motherfucker. It's the best. Uh, <laughs> I want. I wanted to save that for last. I wanted to save Nacho for last because, oh, boy, have I watched that scene on repeat multiple times. <laughs> but um, something I just want to talk like. Back to the water and fire thing. Ross, I don't know if you realize this, but the way the characters are introduced are also reflected in the element they represent. Because when fire is introduced in the prison, in the camp scene, oh, yeah, you yeah, see the torch, got, hit, yeah, hit the torch. The thing, and then the, it cuts. It doesn't cut. It just refocuses on Raju. And I'm like, mm. yes. Also, <laughs> something I want to talk about of why this movie feels more a breath of fresh air in the words of Caleb is because, it again, a technical thing. When Raju comes back after getting the guy, he takes he goes to the water bale, right? And he goes like mm-hmm. splashes in his face. And in that moment it slows down because the character itself yeah. is breathing. He's recounting, he's getting it back, and then he comes he looks up, spits out his blood, opens his eyes, and then it cuts back to real speed and it grabs his hat, plants, and then just stomps his foot and the crowd goes, Huh! That is why I think this movie works really well because it does a lot with character and it does a lot of technical aspects with the character element to make sure it works. Yeah, I was going to say that's really an example of how well the film uses its editing, like how the editing in the film really takes every aspect of that scene, the blocking, the acting, the, the way everything is framed and like puts all of it together to make it more impactful right because you could just do that scene like full speed and it would be fine but like slowing that down for the breath while he's washing his face off and then the exhale and then the speed up right after that that it just adds a little something yeah it's really it's really well thought out and really well executed and um yeah i mean it's just it was just so different than like the hollywood blockbusters that we get spoon-fed Right, um, and it makes time. me want to go All watch the time. way more like Indian. Netflix films. has a exactly. great selection. I will say that really? Netflix has a great selection. I need. I'm going to see what to watch it. after. But later, later. I'm well, just looking this up for me. I'm not going to go into a deep dive with you guys right now. <laughs> My bad. Other suggestions. So, uh, yeah. Something we have to talk about is the best dance scene in this entire fucking film. <laughs> they were all amazing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Nacho, <laughs> Nacho is my favorite because one, here's how it it starts off perfectly with Raju and Bahim being bros. Raju comes in and says, "What the fuck are you doing to my brother right there?" And he <laughs> grabs the pan, starts playing the drums like a fucking yes. boss, and just says, "Fuck <laughs> you, racism." 
we're gonna topple you. Specifically, oh. fuck you, British. Fuck you, British racism. <laughs> you no, the guy who's like flamango. He's yeah, like he's flamango like, and all that shit. High, I'm like high cultural things I can do. Yes, I can oh, dance yes. the flamango. I was gonna say. I can dance the salsa. Yes. And then he starts <laughs> running. No, here's the thing I want. British I just want boys. so much for us to recreate and on a video or something is when he grabs Bahim's hand, lifts him up, and he does that twirl and just perfectly lands on Bahim's shoulder. Raju doing that, that is the epitome of just <laughs> fucking brotherhood right there and just sexiness. It's the epitome. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to talk about how they defeat the British Empire with the power of friendship. That's all they do. (laughs) I just want to talk about, like, no, yes, defeat with the power of friendship. It's what's better than this? Guys being dudes. (laughs) It's just absolutely a guys being dudes. It's definitely like, you like our country? Yes, I like our country. Let's save it. Fuck yeah, bud. Uh, It's just, I think this is a testament to the guys playing Beam and Raju Mm -hmm. that, like, it's just. They just fucking kill it, man. They have such good chemistry together from the yeah. second yeah. they share the screen together. Oh, it takes 45 minutes for them to get on screen together. That scene. But once they are together, man, they are just magic together. You know yeah, what I really call are. that scene? When, like, they don't even talk to each other. It's like they look at each other. I call that game-recognizing game. The, the On the bridge? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The because, kid. like, they yeah. sense each other. Like, Raju senses Bahim's, like, badassness. Behem senses yeah, Raju's they just, like, lock eyes and they just say, like, "Let's save the kid." Yards they don't even say a word to each other until they they've like, saved this the thing? kid. Like, what was this? Like, he crossed his arms and just like did a little sign language situation, and they they got it right. <laughs> it's the two, chemistry. Two two kindred souls exactly. crossing star-crossed star lovers, as it were. And I I love how I fucking love how it. Yeah, they're real dudes. These dudes existed, but they never fucking met each other. Right. This is just right. a director looking, like looking at the lives of these guys, noticing there's an undocumented period at around the same time for each guy, and was like, eh, "What if they were buddies?" <laughs> it's kind of like American mythology. Yeah, you're damn right. <laughs> um, oh. I, oh, where's the fucking? Well, there's something I, I want to bring up. Um, oh shit. So oh, here it is. No, you go first, Sheldon. No, I got nothing. Go. Okay. Oh, so what? I <laughs> Listen, I had it, but then Ross spoke and I lost it. Okay. So Sorry. The, here's a quote from SS uh, Rajamuli on like the genesis of the film. Um, oh, excuse me. He says, I was interested in the coincidence of these two freedom fighters, both born in Andhra Pradesh and present-day Telangana at the turn of the 20th century. They left their respective homes and disappeared for three or four years and then came back to fight against their oppressors. But their modus operandi was the same. They were striking police stations, taking guns, arming the people, and inspiring people. Unfortunately, they both died at the hands of the British in the same way, but they never met. I thought, what if we make them meet, create a rift between them, and then make each one inspire the other? And it's like... It's perfect. It's a great idea. And, no, it's really perfect. And, like, you can see when they inspire each other. Because... The one time is when uh, Behem sings while he's getting flogged. And oh, he insp- Komaram Behemo, yes. though. Kora- he, mm, thank you, I could never such pronounce a, it. Such a good so song. Dude, and I'm like, uh, and even like the entire scene shot so well. Again, technica- this the movie's technically Yeah, like, like cinematographically, it, it, it fucks. fucks. It's so good. Yes. Um, 
and like the amount of like the blood spatter on Roger, you could tell he wants to help his friend, but he's like, I mustn't. I must help my people. And like it's just that subtlety of movement, that subtlety of like when to use stuff. But yeah, then, the inner the inner conflict of Raju in that scene is it was really good. And then his realization just that like acting. he's the reason mm-hmm. why I'm fighting. He can inspire the people like I can. And I need him to help me inspire the people. And then it hurt my soul so much for Bahim to hit Raju as he's trying to save Molly. I was like, no, he's trying to help. Don't. Don't. That's that that sequence when um, Raju breaks Beam out and um, Beam doesn't know it. And it looks like his, then Mali is running towards and Beam. Then, and then Raju has his Raju has revolver. the pistol, oh, but he's yeah, yeah, aiming yeah. at the guy behind Beam. Yeah. But Beam see in Beam's eyes, it looks like Raju's about to shoot Molly. Uh-huh. And I'm like, that's such a. It, it's the perspective. Fra- the, the framing, perspective the is framing and the perspective really up the tension. It just makes the scene really, really, really work. Right. And then when he's told like, no, he was going to save you. He goes, I must free my brother. And then. The best scene ever. He puts him on his shoulder and says, here are two guns. We're going to get out of this bitch. From that point on, they're demigods. Right. <laughs> they just, I think like, it's amazing. They Ross, become you texted shirtless me this. and ripped, and there you go. Ross, yeah, you I texted, because I remember I texted. Yeah, um, what was the secret message before it was I watched nothing. it? Was I, spoil just, it. I was texting. So, yeah, Monday night I'd finished it, and I wanted to, I didn't know if you had watched it, Caleb. So I texted, I, I was like, yet. have you watched it yet? And then I, you said no, so I texted Dylan, and I was like, I love when they go super cyan at the end. <laughs> it's so nuts. So It's insane. I love it so much. In the flashback for um, Raju, when he's, like, training with his uh, Freedom Fighters and the dad's leading the charge, right? Leading the training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, um, when um, uh, they're at his home, and they go, like, why do you eat with your left hand? And, like, there's a culture aspect around that of why eating with your left hand. And I remember the – and he's, like, just because it's quicker to eat. And when goddamn um, Bahib says that in the first act of the movie, I went, are they related? Oh, my God. They're brother. They're related. And then the brother dies and went, never mind. They're not related. <laughs> oh, they are not related? <laughs> no, they are not. <laughs> not related. I was just like, ah, yes. Dude, that seems impactful as Fuck the, the the flashback scene. Well, yeah, because it's simple. Like again, it's simple technicality and story writing, where the dad asks, "Are you with me?" And he goes, "Yes." And the symbolic passing of the torch is the dad giving yeah, the, the gun to young Raju. Yeah, and it's, it's not a, it's not even symbolic. It is a literal thing. It's a Load, literal thing. Aim, shoot, motherfucker. Lord, aim, shoot. Thank you, dad. God. <laughs> that man. One. One. That man held off an entire, like, fucking platoon by himself. Mm-hmm. God damn. Look what one signal. man can do with one gun. Right. And one uh, bomb strapped to his chest. And one oh, yeah. Bomb strapped he, to his I chest. like when he walked up. I'm like, so when I first watched that, I thought that Raju was like, oh, he killed his dad to get inside. Smart. And then it's like, shoot. And I'm like, bomb. And then boom. I went, damn. Like, yeah. every, like, I think you guys are the same way in this regard. Where, like, when we watch movies, we're like, oh, they're going to go this way. Oh, they're going to go that way. I, yeah, yeah, I th- yeah. And yeah, this yeah. movie doesn't do that. This movie is like, yeah. plays with it, like, it toys with you, but then it puts you, it takes you off an edge and goes, There's this whole, is actually what we're going to do with it. It's dealing with a whole different set of, of expectations and standards. And um, 
It's, I mean, it's, it's a different cult. It's made it's from completely a different, yeah, different yeah, yeah, culture, yeah. different, you know, so they have different expectations. So like it's fresh and new to us, but in, in like, you know, in Telugu cinema, it could be cliche as hell. I don't know, but I know it's super well received and it's the most expensive Indian movie ever made. And it's, it's also highest grossing second Indian highest movie grossing movie second movie. highest. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's second highest, second grossing in India and third grossing Indian film, like as a concept. Mm-hmm. What? And deservedly so, I think. And it's it's it hasn't been out that long. Like it came out. Time. It came out. Um, it could climb March. the ladder. Yeah, it came out March, March. of this year. And it the word of the mouth, this, the word of mouth this movie's getting right yeah, now right? is fucking insane. And I it won't is. lie, the only reason I knew about this was because of uh, Corridor Digital. They were the ones who kept talking oh. about this movie. And oh yeah. I was and like I always watch their VFX artist react so I can learn and try and apply stuff to my stuff that I do, right? Because that's what I learned from it. Shameless and, plug. Sh- <laughs> Dude, I want to get a tattoo of their logo on my body. Of course it's a fucking shameless plug. Um No, oh, I meant your stuff. You supposed to plug your stuff. I'll plug my or stuff when I make it. I'll plug my stuff when I make it. No, they do not need our help at all. <laughs> no, they don't. Good god. Um But no, it's just like if you want to watch the, if you don't know what it's gonna happen, stop the movie right now, okay? And I hit pause, watched in my living room, watched the movie, came back and said, "Thank you." <laughs> and play. And yeah, play. I, I first heard about it, you know, in like April, um, and I saw a bunch of people on Twitter talking about it, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll watch it sometime." And I don't even, I don't even have that availability word of mouth really. Like, I have a Twitter, but it's for cut, and I have a Facebook, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's very limited. So mm-hmm. I'm the same same boat. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I mean, I heard about it through you guys, I think. Oh, yeah. No, I I think I went in our group chat, like, the night I was watching. I'm like, guys, we need to watch We got to watch We got to watch So fucking good. Yep. Uh, one more thing I want to talk about. Um, so this, in regards to um, fucking, what's his name? Governor Scott. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I love about his character is he has three, mo- he has Three, one monologue that gets delivered three times, and it marks the beginning, the middle, and the end of the movie. It does. I completely There's forgot a lot about of, that. Like, examples like that, like with yeah. the fire and water and the and the mm. handshake. Yeah. There's a lot of like refrains, like repetitive um, symbols and words and mm-hmm. monologues. But, yeah, like at but, the beginning, at the beginning of the movie, he's like so when. Um, one of the British soldiers, as they're taking Molly away, is about to shoot Molly's mother, and he's like. Do you know how much that bullet cost? It was made in an English factory by an English worker at full pay, and it was shipped here on an English vessel, and... Blah, 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 British, it cost British, like British. five shillings. By the time it got here, it cost one pound. Don't right. waste it on them. And then, you know, in the middle of the movie, he gives the exact same speech. To Roger's and then dad. The implication dad. being, like, the Native Indians aren't worth the cost yeah, it, of the bullet to kill. Ex- exactly. And kill them with something else. So and then at the end of the movie, it's all flipped on its head. Right. When, yeah. Ra, when oh. Raju and Beam have him cornered, and yeah. they're like, "We should return the bullet to him because it's worth so much." And then they just fucking pop him. And, oh, yeah, no, I he still. Says, he says, I still love to keep it in his heart or something yeah. like yeah. that. Load. Aim. Aim. <laughs> Shoot. Shoot. Bang. Oh, that. Um, oh, this movie boosh. just everything. It, I love it. It knows how I love to. It, so much. it knows it's the payoff. Time. It knows how to do payoffs really well and it knows just how to get this audience going it also knows how to properly like frame and light action oh my god Um, like as the the middle of the movie um when beam gets captured 
the whole, you know, the animal fight scene. And there's that sequence when Raju comes in on the flaming carriage. God, the, the scene, the undershot and, scene where the flaming carriage is above him in the background. He just boldly walks. Uh, yeah. like, when oh. he's still sitting, like when he's still sitting on the carriage and it's so bright behind him, but they haven't like washed anything out with his lighting. So you can still see him relatively well. And like, you know, it's him, but there's, he's... He is just wreathed in flame. Wreathed in flame. That's what I was gonna say, dude. It's so good. How do you? If we were an Oscars podcast, we wouldn't have gotten to watch this, right? I know. I know. That's I'm, I'm, I'm glad we've yeah. evolved. I'm glad we've evolved. I am too. We have. How do I am we too. Have, how do we get evolved. movies like this at the Oscars? Or do we just? I mean, fuck the Oscars, right? Fuck but the like, Oscars. Thank you, Caleb. Thank God. We're not even gonna nominate provide, this for anything. I guarantee provide, it. No, they're not even gonna look at this movie and be like, "Well, it wasn't made." Like, is again, there, it's a is bunch there of old white guys. Opportunity there for for cross like international recognition. Listen, I mean, to a certain uh, extent, it exists. Foreign but like, film, maybe at best, but, but it's, it's an international feature. It's considered best international feature. Just, at this point. just awards or whatever, but just like, like well, your average moviegoer doesn't know about this shit. No, yeah, it well, doesn't. It's on Netflix, and right. Netflix has like what? Well, no. Here's the thing: a hundred million subscribers. I was, I was looking this up, and RR is breaking records on Netflix. It's as it should. As yeah, it should. I mean, it's literally like after it went off theaters, this thing has been watched a shit ton of times, and I'm like, as good. it should. <laughs> I just um, yeah, there's like no I guess there is now in streaming and, and this is a good example but the, the infrastructure to build the bridges between like American movies that people go see in the theater here like every fucking day the matinee blah 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 and movies from overseas or movies from other countries international film that can be really enjoyable and really accessible that people just don't get the chance to know about you know like mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I wish there was more opportunities for that. I guess there could be, but... I think it would also have to go with the idea of broadening people to go see these movies. Yeah, because the average... Unfortunately, the average American viewer is not going to watch a three-hour Indian movie. No, right, they're not. where they have to read subtitles. Yeah, cause reading because reading is bad, Because apparently remember? reading is <laughs> terrible for people. I don't know anymore. Yeah. It's an unfortunate thing. I know. Bong Joon-ho has a good quote about sub- subtitles. Where it's like, oh, if, you, if you get past the lower third of your screen, your entire movie world opens up. Is that, yeah, once you overcome the one-inch tall barrier of subtitles, you'll be introduced to so many more amazing films. Right. Oh, Bong. yeah. King Bong, man. King, King Bong. King fucking Bong. We gotta, we gotta watch some Bong Joon-ho. <laughs> we gotta watch some Bong. We should do a Bong run. Parasite? Yes. We should rip Parasite? some Bong. Parasite, uh, memory, <laughs> parasite, me- call it the bong rip. Uh, the bong rip. No, yeah, we so just call it the bong rip. Let's just watch all his movies. Yeah, it's, it's seven weeks. He's got seven movies. Boom. It's like the the Ridley Scott, whatever. What was that? What were we called? R- Riddle Con. I also Con. have yeah, ideas we'll for rip. a Mike for a Michael Mann series that we call the Manasats. I feel like we need a Michael <laughs> Bay like two week special. Oh, Bayfest. I don't know Bayfest. Bayfest. Dude, these are all these little different sub-series we gotta do. Yes, gotta watch sir. Ambulance and Pain and Gain, motherfuckers. Yes, sir! We yes, should adopt, sir. like, a season format. Just do We should. We should. Different. We're evolving, guys. We're evolving. We are evolving we are. yet again. <laughs> Shape-shifting. All right. So, I feel like this is a good time. Unless anyone else wants to talk about anything. We covered no? all the bases. Uh, we, I think we covered a I lot. Think we cover, covered all the bases, really. Just go fucking watch it, people. Holy go shit. Go goddamn fucking watch this movie. It is well yeah. worth your time. Well Absolutely. worth Absolutely. Ross, what would you so, rate this movie? I am giving it a very, very solid 9.75 out of 10. 
I would give it an 8.75 out of 10. I am giving it 12 manly handshakes. <laughs> 12 manly handshakes. Three Bengal tigers. Three Bengal tigers. <laughs> and seven men on each other's shoulders shooting guns at the British. <laughs> That's my that favorite by, one so far. It's an average. So our average score is a ten point two nine out of ten. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty, pretty good. Pretty fucking good. Might be our highest rating yet, boys. I wouldn't be surprised. Someone like brings logic into this, this movie. And says, Wait, don't you credit. guys only go to ten? It's like yes, but Dylan doesn't go to ten. This movie did the extra credit assignment. Numbers are theoretical in Dylan's mind. <laughs> Why do you think I give them a preface? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, what are we watching next week, boys? Dylan, you um, oh, have my turn. Yeah. a concept for Dylan, us. My concept. Dylan pitched us an overly complex concept last week for how he's going to run his movie picks for every week. And now. I regretted it immediately. <laughs> because just, I give regret- us, just give us the war crimes wheel and we'll watch a war crime. Uh, no, 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 no. We're going to go with the regular wheel because I forgot to save the other ones, but let's go with that and call it a day. Are there war crimes on there? Right? Yes, there are war crimes okay, on there. Okay, I can live so, with that. Okay, so, so just share, the, again, show your screen. Again, the concept is the one wheel that has everything still exists. But there okay. are different subsets now. And I'll bring those up next time when I don't immediately come back from dinner with my mother. Dylan, <laughs> I think you've had too many bong rips. <laughs> too many no, bong rips. This, right. this is episode 64. We haven't done a single bong movie. <laughs> are we ready? That's true. That's a, that's a crime. Yeah, I'm ready. Here we go. There's like Indiana Jones. There's no there's the the four war crimes are from. spread out. What are we watching? Just not very oh. specific. Oh, oh. Yes. Oh, okay. Fuck yes! Yeah, cool. This is fun. I'm, this is my favorite Castle, Studio Ghibli yeah. movie, oh. so I am for it in every way. Not nice, my man. fave, but I, I like it. It's good. Oh, I love that movie. It's it's, it's no um it's no the Modern. wind rises. No, Mononoke fucks. Mononoke rocks. Mononoke rocks. So does Howl's Moving Castle, and I'm excited to watch it. Fun Plus, fact, it's easy to find. If we if we it's went a, if we fun. went a little to the left, we would have gotten King Arthur: Legend of the Sword. I would have left <laughs> the call. <laughs> I would boycott. <laughs> I would show up next week and not have not watched that and just taken an hour and a half, like, taken forty minutes of your time and talk about how much I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> It's so bad. Uh, it's it not as bad as you for think. A future episode. I beg to differ. We'll fight on that movie. Here's the <laughs> thing, Caleb. One. Caleb, you always talk about how Ross and I eventually agree on the same thing. Yeah. Like the Star Wars episode was just a big <laughs> risk. No, this here's is the, the one thing. time that we actually we will disagree. fight about Guy yeah, Ritchie with, to like, the end the of Guy time. Ritchie stuff, there is yeah, there's definitely some clashes that are legitimate, yes. but most of the time you just talk over each other until someone effectively communicates their position enough to make. The and other then you just go, realize, "Wait, you agree with the same thing <laughs> I was saying agree. ten minutes ago?" <laughs> like, yeah, we oh. spent, there's I, always I, there's always a moment where you both like just say, "Oh." Oh, yeah. You mean like oh. how in our Star Wars sequel trilogy episode we spent forty five minutes arguing yeah, 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 back exactly. and forth, and then in the last three minutes we both we both come out and you say reach, our conclusion you is reach the same conclusion. <laughs> good movie, good movie, dog shit movie that makes the whole trilogy a mess, and we're like, wait a minute, we agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic. <sighs> All right, guys. This was something a- you want to plug before we go. Um. Nah, I'm good. I got nothing off the top of my head. I'll plug, um, I've watched just the first two episodes so far, and it's a lot of George Lucas sucking his own dick, but the um, Industrial Light Magic 
documentary series that just came out on Disney Plus. Um, if you're into filmmaking, miniature model making, practical effects, anything like that, it's probably worth your time. Heard. I'm going to plug our official corporate sponsor, Dunkin' Donuts. Unofficial. Nope, official. Unofficial. Do you want plug our other official sponsor, whiskey. Do you want breakfast that is... Lukewarm and breakfast? soggy? Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Great but pitch. This is really, this is a really good drink, though. If you want us to sponsor your company or product, hit us up at our email address. Give us yes. money. Below. Give us money, please. We'll give you a, an We're underlining poor. condescending... Or I'm poor. <laughs> plug at the end of our episode. I will read the copy you send me, but I will read it in a very condescending way. I'll manner. read it you have like to I read, read it that in the voice of Simon. In the, in the um, Shape of Water episode. If you, if oh, you that's did. a throwback. Oh my yeah. god. Dude, we go were, back to we Shape of Water. Men. I don't even think I was on that episode. No, you no. totally were. This was the uh, the ass episode. When I read the ass episode. The American Sleep Study Society. Uh, right. Wrote in and right. I read the copy. That was so fucking funny. Oh god, uh, we that was, bring that's one of back. my favorite episodes. Ever. That, I mean, it's one of our most popular ones. So maybe if we bring like, ass front back, front to back, it is fucking. We're fun. bringing ass we're back. We're bringing boys. ass back. We're bringing bring back ass, ass back. <laughs> this has been the Binge Picture Podcast. We're bringing, we're bringing ass, ass back. back. <laughs>